This is Valley Watch, your first choice for public safety news and information. With Phoenix Fire Department Deputy Communication Director, Ali Party, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Good morning and welcome to Valley Watch. Yes, it's me, Ali Party, again, bright and early on your Sunday morning. This show is hosted by the Phoenix Fire Department's Public Affairs section, and it's brought to you by our good friends here at Bonneville Broadcasting. And this morning, I am joined by my friend, Adam Skyver, Captain Adam Skyver, mind you. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. Your mustache looks wonderful as always. Thank you. It's hard to see on the radio, but it's there. I know. I was going to say, for those listening, just visualize a beautiful Monopoly man behind the microphone. I was Monopoly man for Halloween last year. So. That only makes sense. Yeah. I feel like every year the Halloween outfit with your family just needs to always be revolved around the mustache and or dogs. Yes. Yes. I mean, the kids, obviously, too. But speaking of dogs, you're here because... Because you help lead the Arizona Search Dogs, correct? I do. Yes. Very good. So, kind of, you know, run us through what is that program? Uh, the Arizona Search Dogs. We're a nonprofit group, and we uh, train search and rescue dogs, um, really for the fire department and for our FEMA team, Arizona Task Force One. Um, that we've kind of been around for mm-hmm. a little over twenty years, and um, that that's really all the long and short of it. We just train search dogs and we're, we're just dog people's training search dogs. And it's really cool to see how it's kind of evolved over, you know, I've only been with the fire department two years, but just kind of watching, you know, more dogs joining the team, you know, the different trainings evolving, all that kinds of stuff. And so you as a fire captain, you have some special certifications with, you know, TRT, things like that. Meanwhile, you're a member of the task force. Talk about what that looks like as a dog handler. Uh, what all assists us? So I am a TRT member, technical rescue technician. Um, so I'm used to mountain rescues and things of that nature. Um, technical rescue, like mm-hmm. building collapses, and that's where our dogs come in. Yeah. So our dogs are really trained to find people in uh, building collapse, earthquake situations. If a building collapses, where would you start looking for someone? Well, we can send the dog up, and the dog um, can locate someone um, who's trapped. Give us an alert, mm-hmm. and then that's where we know this is where we're going to start digging for somebody to get them out. It's really incredible to watch you guys train, and obviously it's at special operations and the rubble pile that you guys have kind of created. But even just my own experience of I go hide in a you know a concrete tube with a dog toy or whatever, and those dogs go to work like they are like so excited, tails are wagging, and yet they are so serious at the same time. And just kind of looking at that as just training exercises. When was the last time or some different deployments that you could kind of talk about and describe? Um, well, I've been I've been on six deployments myself. Oh wow! Um, so all around the country, starting back in 08, I was in Louisiana for a hurricane. I was in um, Houston for a hurricane. I went back to Houston in uh, four or five years ago for a hurricane. I went to Florida for a hurricane, North Carolina for a hurricane, and in my late latest one or the last one I wasn't was about three years ago. I was in Oregon for a wildfire. Oh, wow. So different types of stuff. But our team has been all around the country for all types of things like 9-11, Hurricane Katrina, all those types of uh, major incidents. Mm -hmm. Um, So all over the place, uh, we're at the ready. Mm -hmm. Anytime uh, that they call us, we head out the door and assist whenever we can. And it's, um, you know, bringing up 9-11, obviously it coming up right around the corner now. And you look at how that really evolved the Arizona Task Force 1 and, you know, that being unlike anything of any type of deployment before, there weren't were dogs a part of Arizona Task Force One at that time. Yeah, dogs have always been a part of the task force. Um, I wasn't on that deployment, 
but we did have dogs there. Very cool. Um, our dogs were there, or, or excuse me, our team was there a, about two weeks. We got there about two weeks after it happened. Mm-hmm. So at that point, there was no rescue. So our dogs didn't participate. But the initial teams that were there, they did have dogs participating in, in rescues there. Very, very, very intense and cool. And so you're looking at the Arizona Search Dog Program and just like in its totality. So we just celebrated National Dog Day. And that's always just a really fun, cool way to highlight your guys' team because, yes, you have dogs, but yet you are fire captains and firefighters that are training along with them. And so kind of, you know, recap that event from, you know, the media's perspective. So uh, National Dog Day, Mm -hmm. which just, just happened last week. Nulo uh, Pet Food uh, last year donated a year's worth of dog food to our team. So Arizona Search Dogs is a nonprofit group. Uh, we started this to kind of care for the dogs. And so, you know, we um, get out there and campaign for donations and everything mm-hmm. just like uh, all the other nonprofits. So Nulo supported us last year and donated a year's worth of dog food and $5,000 that helped us purchase a new dog, my new dog that mm-hmm. I just got in March. Um, and they did the same thing this year. It's amazing. So they donated another year's worth of food. Uh, and another $5,000, which will be going to purchase, help purchase another dog that we're getting in December. So we're super excited. Um, and so we had a little uh, kind of little get together, kind of showed off the dogs to what the dogs can do. And um, again, got together with Nulo just to say thank you. Mm. And they can, and they present that to us. So it was a great opportunity. Well, I mean, you look at it. Those the dogs that you guys have, they are very athletic. They are probably very expensive to upkeep. <laughs> and as you know, firefighters and captains, it's like that that onset of what food would cost in a year or just a couple months. I mean, my dog alone, it's what almost a hundred dollar bag of food a, a couple months. And so, being able to just not have to worry about that yet, Nulo provides that highest quality of clean ingredients, lots of protein, all that kinds of stuff. So it's always really cool to watch. Yeah, it's it was amazing. We do, you know, we have 12 dogs on our team right now. We'll have two more in December. So they're they're going to sponsor us for 14 dogs. It's a bag of food a month. Wow. It's, a, it's you know, that adds up pretty quickly. When we're, Absolutely. <laughs> we're I can't so even imagine. They're sending us a pallet of food. So it's uh, really a, a, a great thing for us. So you're teasing the two extra dogs that are coming at the end of the year. Yeah. Um, do we know what kind of dogs or who's getting them? All that kinds of stuff yet? We do. So we have two handlers uh, that are going to be getting them. So they're going to be... Uh, Traveling back, we're getting their dogs from Pennsylvania, a place, uh, University of Pennsylvania, called Penn Vet Working Dog Center. Um, we're going to purchase the dogs from there. Um, so I'll have two black labs. Um, their names are Rio and Argus. And we've been watching them since they were a puppy, and they are doing amazing. So Aww. we're super excited. Um, I think this, I'd have to look at my calendar, but I believe the second week of December, they're going to be coming back. So Very good. Well, we're going to have to have you guys all on the show because when there's puppies involved, public <laughs> affairs needs to be involved. It's going to be good. <laughs> Very good. And so you look at, you know, just kind of the evolution of the Arizona search dogs and also with that, you know, the ongoing training that's required. You talked about um, Pen Vet where you guys get the dogs and I, I, I follow them on Instagram and the mm-hmm. training is insane. Even seeing lab puppies that young behaving that way i'm like that's so impressive but what do you guys do regularly for the arizona search dogs we train as a group twice a week um we train down at our special operations facility we have some big rubble piles there that's really what we um kind of kind of our mission that we are, are mm-hmm. training for um and it really just comes to uh we, we hide people in the rubble and let mm-hmm. the dogs go find them and that's the end of it right we, that's a long build up to that but that's essentially what we're getting to an unknown amount of people in un- unknown places in this rubble, and we mm-hmm. send the dog out. And, you know, there's a our one rubble pile is probably 20,000 square feet, and the dog can clear that pile in 10 minutes and tell us where people are and aren't. 
Um, so that's significant information when we're talking about a, a big group of uh, rescuers waiting to see if there's some work to be done to extricate some um, somebody that's trapped. Yeah. The dog lets us know they can come in and move uh, move the rubble away to extricate that people out, those people out. It was, gosh, probably four or five years ago when Moxie was first getting on the scene with <laughs> the Arizona Search Dogs, and um, my husband was working at Station 25, and Moxie was there, and her handler was like, well, let's put you in this locker, and okay. then we'll cover you in turnouts, and then let's put you in this truck bed. And they kept hiding me around the fire station, and Moxie was, like, so on it. And I will say one of the hardest things, when the dog finds you, when they start, like, violently barking to identify <laughs> that they found the body or the person, they have to, like, make them sit there and do it for, what, what is it, 10, 15 seconds or something like that, and make sure that they really have identified it or whatever. And I'm, like, sitting there waiting, and I'm like, <laughs> okay, Moxie's found me. And then, but it's incredible to see the dogs work like that. And that's how, so that's how they're, they're alerting us. Mm-hmm. They give a focus bark alert in one area. And really, um, as the dogs um, uh, get older and, mm-hmm. and pass the test, they're going to stay there and bark until we can reward them. Oh, so yeah. So <laughs> it might be a long time. I might not be able to get to them right away or see them. They might be out of sight. Mm-hmm. So they're going to continue to bark until I can get over to them and say, yes, okay, there's somebody here. So cool. So that's what we train. Yeah. yeah. And when I say violently, obviously, it was not violent. <laughs> she was just so excited that she found me. And she was like, I know. I got to go tell my owner that this is what happened, all this kinds of stuff. But, um, no, it, it really is incredible. And it's one of those things where it's like you think it's one of those identifiable scents or something like that. But it's truly anybody at any time. Yeah. So there's different types of uh, um, scenting dogs. Mm-hmm. Like a, people think of like a bloodhound where you give them like a scent article yeah. or a tracking dog. You mm-hmm. get a scent article and it follows a trail. Our dogs do air scenting. So um, everybody puts off an, some sort of an odor, right? Mm-hmm. The dog is just looking for that the odor of the person they can't. Uh, they can't see. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, they'll work in downwind and they'll work back and forth and then kind of pinpoint where the best scent source is coming from. And that's where they're going to bark for for us. And they're always excited. Just You talked about yeah. being excited. Like our uh, dogs work for uh, a toy. Mm-hmm. So it's fun for them. They don't know that they're saving oh, somebody yeah. <laughs> or anything like that. They just know that if I bark at this person, I'm going to get to play. <laughs> so it's super excited. It's like going to Disneyland for them. Seriously. And then um, for you as a handler, you have two dogs, correct? I do. I have an older dog. He just turned oh, nine. Yes. Mm. And then my new- newest dog I just got in March, he's going to be my older dog's replacement. The I dogs see. work till they're about 10. Okay. Um, so there's a little bit of an overlap mm-hmm. getting my new dog up to speed. We're going in November to Riverside. Um, to test and hopefully certify. So exciting. And then my my older dog uh, will, will have his replacement then. Yeah. yeah, and he will get to enjoy his well-earned retirement. Feet on the coffee table and the whole <laughs> bit, yes. And so speaking of coffee tables, that's kind of where I wanted to end this is these dogs, they live with you. They go to your, they go to work with you at the fire stations, but they're also, you know, a part of your family. Yeah, they live at home with us. Um, you know, they're... They're more than a pet, though, right? Because mm-hmm. they are our partners. Yeah. We have to have, obviously, a little bit more stricter rules than mm-hmm. just the, the average pet. But, yeah, they live at home with us and go to work with us and ride around in my truck with me and the whole bit. So yeah. they are definitely part of our family for sure. And is it Charlie that's retiring? Charlie's my retiring Okay, dog, yeah. so I follow Charlie on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And I know um, quite a few of the other Arizona Search Dogs have Instagrams. But, um, you know, as we wrap up our time here, what are some of ways that people that are listening can learn more or find out if they want to 
support the Arizona Search Dogs. So you can find Arizona Search Dogs on the internet. Um, ArizonaSearchDogs.com is our website. And then it has all of our social media on there. We have a Facebook page and an Instagram page. And you can see all the all the uh, the dogs' Instagram pages. They're um, individual ones. Um, but that's a way to find uh, – just a good way to find all that stuff is yeah. ArizonaSearchDogs.com. Um, yeah, it has all of it. And it has a lot of videos and pictures of all the dogs on there also. Which that's what everybody wants to see, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. To see all the cool stuff, but also how cute they are. <laughs> but, um, you know, as we said, this time goes super quick. But thank you for joining us today. And, Thanks for having um, me. You know, if there's anything, you know, to wrap up on the horizon for Arizona Search Dogs that you want to plug or tease, you know, this is your time. Uh, actually, this Saturday... Uh, in Glendale, Old Town, Glendale, at a place called Bears and More, we're having uh, it's National Teddy Bear Day, oh, and they uh, they're one of our longest supporters. They're having us out there, so all the search dogs will be out there. So stop on by and uh, check us out, and then also just keep your eyes open for the new dogs coming in December. Yes, no, and you guys have events all the time. I know you were up in Munns Park a couple weeks ago as well. So you know that's just the plea to all the listeners: follow them on social media so you can you know go along to different events, meet these handlers, meet their dogs. They're, you guys are heroes regardless of having dogs or not but thank you so much for joining me today thank you we'll have you back soon when the puppies get into town okay sounds great (laughs) all right everybody thanks for listening and have a safe and happy sunday